Hello, Harvest. We're continuing in our study in Colossians, and we've reached the household text in Colossians 3. And this week we're talking about marriage. And wouldn't you all agree that probably the most powerful relationship known to man is the relationship of marriage, you know, human relationships. What could have more power for good and also power for destruction? You know, marriage brings so much great and good things into our lives, and yet it also can be a source of just incredible uh, pain and sorrow and difficulty and destruction. And obviously, I think that's because it's something that God has created, and just like everything in this world, it's got a, a part of it that's been broken because of sin that's in our, in our hearts. And, and as we look at this text, and you guys are going to discuss it on your own, but I just wanted to make two main points for you just to think about and consider. In, in uh, Colossians 3, starting at verse 18, verse 18 is for wives, verse 19 is for husbands, but it's right in the context of what came before, which was Paul talking and telling us to put on certain things. And then just before that, he tells us to put to death and put off other things. And, and he's telling us that, hey, there's an old person before Christ that we've got to get rid of. We need to put that to death and then put on certain things that, that should be expected of somebody that's a Christ follower. But even more important than that point is what he says at the beginning of chapter 3. Listen to this. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. So I think that's extremely important, especially when we're operating within all of the you know, potential pain and destruction and difficulty that exists within a marriage. When we're in the fog of what's been broken and we're not sure what to do, I just want to encourage you that do not miss that he's saying, look, okay, put aside all of the distraction. You might not have an answer to the question. You might not know, okay, how do I move forward on this? Or you might be thinking, okay, God, you've told me that's what I'm supposed to do in my marriage, but I'm not sure what the next step is, or I'm not sure what the next step is, or maybe there's a part of it in your marriage that makes it extra difficult. And that's real and true. I want to encourage you to do what Paul says at the beginning of Colossians though. You've got to set your mind on the things above. Seek the things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. Because if we're living in, a cl in the cloud of brokenness, the answer isn't going to be found around us. The answer is, comes from God. And that's the second point that I want to make is that we can't forget that marriage was uh, designed by God. I believe that he modeled marriage after the future relationship that he was looking forward to in his church. Because in Ephesians chapter 5, very parallel to Colossians, the Apostle Paul, in verse 22, he talks to wives and he says, uh, Submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. And then he talks about how uh, wife, you're modeling, you're, what, you're a picture of what the, the church does towards Christ. And then husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And then if you go down to verse 32, it says, this mystery is profound. And I'm saying that it refers to Christ and to his church. 
So we, when we approach marriage, we got to realize that, that marriage, when he describes the church, he's not saying, hey, look, it's kind of like marriage. I actually think it's the reverse of that. When he describes marriage, he's saying, hey, guys, that's kind of like my relationship with the church. So I believe that a healthy marriage that is, that is doing exactly what God designed, has been fully redeemed by God, is a complete and full and beautiful reflection of the relationship that Jesus has with his church and the church has with Jesus. You see, we are looking forward, just like Jesus, to that point when we are going to be reunited as his bride together at the marriage supper of the Lamb, where we will enjoy one another and enjoy Christ forever. And, and that's the picture of what marriage is. And I think that's the foundation we're starting with. So remember those two things. Number one, that Jesus and his relationship with the church is what the, is the image, is what, is what marriage is designed to look like. And then secondly, remembering that, okay, we're in the fog of the mess that we're in and we may not know what the answer is and how to move forward. But just like Paul said at the beginning of Colossians 3, I got to seek the things that are above. Let me tell you something. The answer to the problem isn't going to be found horizontally. It's going to be provided from God. And now he might give that answer through a brother or sister in Christ or another resource, but he's the one who designed it. We're the one that broke it and he's the one that redeems it. And so we've got to seek him, set our minds on him and not on the things of the earth. So I look forward to seeing you guys very soon. Take care. I love you.